Hello and welcome. This is Vanessa Growlish, and today we're going to talk about the math behind owner financing. Let's do some math. Now, when does owner financing happen? Well, sometimes you have investors that have cash, they have proof of funds, they have proof that uh, you know they're stable, that means that maybe they have a really good uh, job, maybe they have a really good corporation that you know brings them money, whatever the reason it is, you might have someone that might want to do owner financing. Now, a seller might want to do owner financing when the seller owns free and clear the house. So for example, I'm gonna give you an example of an owner finance that we just did with a client. So the client wanted an investment. She sold this house. This house was 100,000. It was worth 100,000, but it needed at least, at least $30,000 to get it, you know, to, 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 to be livable, to put it away and to be financeable because that's the thing. You might have a house that is free and clear, but if you don't have an air conditioning that works, if your plumbing is not okay, and I don't want to say it's not okay, it's not up to the standards that, you know, it should be according to, uh, you know, when you have an appraiser coming, they might be like, no, I cannot give you the money because your house, basically, people cannot live here by law. And, you know, maybe you don't have a good roof and you don't have the money to repay it. So that's when you might consider doing owner financing if you want a little bit more money than just waiting for a cash investor to basically just take the property, you know, um, obviously underpriced because they are the only ones that are available to buy this type of investment. Now, if you are a seller, you might consider to do owner financing and there are two things that you can do either uh, an amortization schedule for either five, 10 years, 20 years. I saw a 20 year deal and that was incredible. But usually owner finance, they're short deals, five years, 10 years, because uh, owner finance, what you want is just basically, you know, to be the bank for a little bit and some money on interest. If the buyer does not, you know, uh, pay or basically they default your mortgage because you're the one doing the owner finance, then you can go ahead and do exactly what banks do, sue the person, go through the whole legal process and get the house back. This is what is extremely important that you have always a good real estate lawyer. And I'm going to see if I can bring one to the podcast because that way you know exactly what to do when things do not go the way they should go. Uh, remember that anytime we talk about investments and money, risk management is the key. If you're able to understand the good, the bad, and the ugly that can happen in a transaction, not only in the short, but in the long term, you're going to be successful. You're going to be less stressed because you're going to say, okay, this is how much money I'm willing, I want to make out of the owner financing. And I'm okay with the risk that if this person does not pay, I am okay to go ahead and go you know, we're all the legal force to do and take care of whatever I have to do. If you have a seller that is just shaking just for the thought of owner financing, so it might just not be a good idea because yes, you will make money, but it's a risk that you're taking, um, you know, someone defaulting, someone basically not paying. So yes, the property management is not fun. And I'm going to give a kiss to all those property management people because it is not an easy job to do property management. No one calls you happy, no one. <laughs> that and insurance, I used to work for an insurance company, no one ever calls you happy. No one ever calls, um, I'm not gonna say the name, but 
it was it started with an s no one calls and they were like oh i'm so happy my insurance so low no everyone will call and be like i'm pissed off that is exactly what sometimes owner financing can be because you're the one basically dealing with the risk of what's going to happen if they don't pay and so on now this is not a problem if you have a, a seller that is willing to do this and he or she they have the resources to say look I have a lawyer in place, I have all this, let's just do it. Then you go to the second question. Let's go ahead and do some numbers. How much will it cost you, um, you know, to do owner finance as a buyer and how much can you make in owner finance as a seller? So what are we gonna do? We're gonna do two amortizations. We're gonna do one straight amortization and I'm gonna show you basically the difference and we're gonna do a balloon payment amortization because these are the most common deals when you have owner financing. So let me go ahead and share the screen. Um, I'm not sure where the things are, but I'm gonna go ahead and just grab them from here, right here. Okay, so we have the balloon and we have the regular one. Okay, so basically what you do, let's say that you know the house, and I'm just making here an example, okay? Let's just say that the house is $100,000. You got like a little, nice house here in Daytona Beach that you know the prices are like going up like like too fast to put it away and then remember the mortgage is not going to be 30 years you probably will have something like five years or ten years let's go ahead and do the worst scenario five years and then notice that the interest rates are very low but if you're doing owner financing you're gonna bump up the rate a little bit more because you are the one taking the risk of doing this. So I'm just gonna put a 4.5%, 4 but that is, that is up to the discretion of the seller. They can put six, they can put seven. And again, this is all negotiable. You need to always, when you're doing the listing, just tell your seller, what do you want and what is the range that you will be willing to accept in order to make this deal happen and that will make things easier. Communication, and clarification so I click calculate and boom the monthly payments this means for five years for 60 months are going to be $1,864 not that bad now how do they find this total interest paid well look what you're gonna do if you multiply um, if you multiply the payments 1864.30 or 80 um, $1,864 with 30 cents and you multiply times 60. Why 60? Because you're making 60 payments of $1,864.30. This is going to show you that you have paid $111,858, but then you take your principal, which is uh, $100,000, and look what you have, $11,858, which he matches what the total interest pay is right here. So that's where the total interest pay comes up. If you click here, show amortization schedule, you can then see how the payments, right, are distributed. And uh, notice that amortization tables, uh, look what happens. The payment is gonna be fixed, that means that it's not going to change, okay? The principal, as you can see here, when the person makes a payment, like, notice that the principal at the beginning is just going to be, right? So you're gonna, you're gonna go 489, 494, and then it's gonna start going up, 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 because when the time passes, What's gonna happen is that more, more toward, for, from the $1864 that you're making the payment, the principal, you're gonna get $1489, for example, 
but then it's going to start increasing and the interest, you're going to see that it's going to start decreasing. So notice how the capital, like what you put towards the capital is gonna go up, the interest is gonna go down, and that's how finally, right, you're able to pay back your, um, your mortgage. Sometimes this can work, uh, but sometimes uh, you might have a buyer that might say, I wanna do a balloon payment because I don't wanna pay this much money. Maybe it's $100,000 the house. Let's just do a quick analysis. You have $100,000, but you have to put at least $30,000. And this house in the current market, all fixed, financeable and all that, remember, we're assuming that the seller just wants to get rid of it and just wants to do a little bit of money, and he or she, they don't want to do the repairs. And this is the reason why they're doing owner financing, because they're like, let me just you know, make a little bit of money. But for the buyer, this is convenient to understand monthly payments, right? Plus how much money you're going to have to spend on the house. Because if you're getting a house for $100,000, but the same house uh, comparable, again, once you fix it, goes for $150, and you only need to fix it for $20, you might want to do this. You might want to go ahead and just say, okay, I'm going to owner finance for five years because I'm going to go ahead, fix a house, flip it, and bye-bye. Or you might just say, you know what, I'm just going to fix it and I'm just going to live there and I'm okay with that. So you can go both ways. Now, an amortization schedule calculator, this is just if you're doing basically when you have equal installments. But you might want to do maybe a balloon uh, mortgage and let's just do this one. And why? Well, the balloon mortgage calculator is just going to show you that the first, let's, we're gonna do it for a five years. All the payments that you're gonna be doing monthly are only going towards interest. So we're gonna see how this is going to play in a balloon mortgage calculator. So let's say that you wanna do 100,000. We're gonna do a five year mortgage. And the rate here, we're gonna put 4.5. I'm gonna tell you, uh, these type of loans do have a much higher rate than what the bank is going to give you because obviously you're doing owner financing. So it's not really that bad. I think it all depends on you as an investor, how, how risk averse you feel about it. But you also need to consider that borrowing money can be costly because if you're doing it with a bank, the bank can manage the risk of, you know, if you don't default, they have the resources. But if you're an owner, you know, if you are basically like seller financing, then you're going to have to like, you know, you're going to have a headache with you. So let's just put 4.5% and look what's going to happen. So we do the terms and look, the monthly payment, remember the other monthly payment was like almost $2,000. It's only $506. But the balloon payment that you have to give at the end is going to be $91,664 with 26 cents. So let me just show you here. I think they have like, a, like an amortization table right here, right here. So look at this. Notice that in this table, the payments are gonna be the same. Vanessa, why are they so low? Because they're only counting the interest, not the principal. Notice that uh, only a little bit goes to the principal, much more goes for interest, but then at the end, okay, at the end of the 16, basically, after your five years are done, you have to pay a huge, and that's the reason why they call it balloon payment because it goes like up, 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 and then boom, you have the huge payment. Then you're gonna have to do a payment of $91,664.26. So what is the difference between having 
a basically like a regular amortization where your payment is fixed. You're gonna have a much higher payment. Remember, eighteen hundred dollars against a balloon um, against uh, this balloon uh, mortgage where your monthly payments are gonna be much more lower. Think about it, 500 compared to 2,000. And that might just give you time to basically like get the house together, uh, you know, start uh, maybe renting it. Maybe you can start renting it for $1,500. I'm talking about like, you know, on, on, let's just actually make more realistic numbers. $100,000 house, maybe you can rent it for like 1,200. But don't forget, you're gonna to have to fix the house and all that depending on the condition of the house. But this is the start of how to do the math and tell your seller, look, this is how much money you can make over the interest, right? Nothing happens. If you have to do a, um, a how do you call it? If you have to go ahead and go after the buyer because they didn't, they didn't default, we also need to take that in consideration. So is owner financing worth it? I think it is. I think if you understand what you're doing and if you have a network of plumbers, air conditioning people and everyone that just basically, because that's the hardest part, to get a good network of people that you just call and you're like, dude, I have a kitchen and everything for you and a plumbing, come and give me a quote, then that's honestly where the money goes because investment is all about timing and quality. If you get like, you know, if you already have, for example, uh, an electrician that you have already used for several houses, and if you start doing this as an investment career, think about it. When those people see your phone call, they're like, where do you want me to go? <laughs> and I'll give you a good estimate. And that's how you start building up wealth, not only with money, but you also start building up relationships. Like, God, those are like worth every single penny. So just to recap, owner finance is just basically done when a seller might not be able to basically finance the house, you know, with a regular institution because the house might be destroyed in really bad condition. And they might think like, okay, I either going to get cash. Let's say the house is a hundred thousand. A cash buyer is going to come and basically, you know, undermine the price. But maybe you might do uh, owner financing. And then from there, you might say, I'm going to do owner financing, but I want a hundred thousand dollars. I want, I want you to do it as a, you know, a balloon payment, or I want you to do it, you know, let's say you're the seller and you say, I don't want any balloon payments. All what I want is my $1,800. So this is good for you to tell your seller, these are the options. And obviously also to tell your buyer, these are the options. At the end of the day, if, the, if both parties, the numbers match, it's a deal from heaven, hopefully. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this uh, mini math tutorial. I'm gonna be doing, bringing a little bit more Excel, little by little. I think sometimes people get a little bit nervous with Excel, but it's always gonna be easy and it's always gonna be fun. I promise you that. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time.